The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, today is also International Level Crossing Awareness Day. Richard Buxy is with the systems, is a manager at Traction, uh, a systems configuration manager there. Richard, good morning and thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Kathy. Um, Thank you to your listeners for for the opportunity to discuss important initiatives to understand the impact of level crossing. Let's talk about level crossings and just the kind of uh, issues that we have around them. I know often, um, especially when you're driving in small towns, you'll have police police officers that gather around there because they know people simply don't pay attention to those level crossings. They don't stop at the stop signs. They just go and it's a perfect place uh, to find people. But uh, the, the, the mentality around it doesn't seem to be changing. Yeah, it's a big problem, you know. Mm. I um, spent uh, two hours this morning handing out pamphlets with the rail safety regulator and about 10 10 of our employees. Mm. And uh, one in five cars actually stopped. The rest just drove right through. Mm. So it's it's a a worldwide problem. Mm. And um, today is actually um, International Level Crossing Awareness Day. And um, it's an initiative from um, the International Union of Railways, the URC, in 40 countries around the world. Um, And the the thing is, really, is to bring awareness of the dangers and the hazards of level crossings. Uh, The theme for 2021 is uh, distraction kills. Mm. So it's a a massive problem. I can speak about um, some of the things that people need to do uh, when they approach level crossing. Sure, you you can go ahead and do that because, uh, I mean, sometimes it it could well be that people are not stopping because they believe that they've done the necessary checks and balances, although... Um, Richard, I'll admit that um, I've seen quite a number of people who just drive through without even, uh, you know, pausing. No, I don't mean even stop, but just even pausing for, for a second just to check whether the railway is clear. Yes. Um, you know, generally people do recognize um, hazards and dangers in life. However, it's just human nature to, uh, to take shortcuts and mm. you know, jumping traffic lights and not stopping and um, not slowing down and things like that. So uh, as, as operators, um, we need to, to use the media and whatever means we can to try and convey the dangers uh, of level crossings and trains. Um, you know, trains traveling at, if you have a train of about um, 10 wagons and a locomotive, it's about 800 tons. Mm. And if that's traveling at 30 kilometers an hour, it will take you more than um, 100 meters to stop a train. So, And the bigger trains and longer trains will take much more distance to, to stop. So um, that is why worldwide trains have have a priority over road. So because the train can't stop very quickly, mm. um, and um, so people need to be aware. And you know they also misjudge 
when they see a train coming, they misjudge the time that it's going to take to reach them. Um, some people get stuck on level crossings. You know, uh, they, they they don't look. I mean, this morning, as you say, the people were just going. Well, they weren't even looking up and down the line. Mm, mm. And they, we had ten people with with uh, reflective vests on, putting our hands up to try to stop them and whatever, <laughs> and pointing pointing to the stop sign. Mm. And um, they just drove straight through, and mm. they didn't even look up or down the line. Mm, mm, so mm. it's a huge problem. Um, and you know. To change people's behaviour is is, a, is is not an easy task. You have to create a safety culture where where people are continuously reminded of of safety things, and that goes for workshops or wherever you are in mm. um, to to change behaviour. Um, it's just bringing just reminding them of the hazards and the dangers of uh, crossing railway lines. Does this does this contribute to why our um, railway safety is 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 so low? Yeah, look, um, that you know, to to operate a train, uh, the network operator has to get a railway safety permit, and that is approved by the railway safety regulator, and it's it, there is a, a standard, a same standard that you have to comply to. That standard, just to simplify it, it's, it's basically an ISO 9001 quality management system with a risk assessment attached. And it's quite onerous to, to get a permit. And um, operators have to do uh, risk assessments. There is a, a standard out, SANS 3002-2-1, uh, for level crossings, it's um, 148 pages, um, and um, you know network operators, together with the road authorities, mm. have to to do a, a physical assessment at the site of each level crossing, at least every five years, two years from the network operator and two two people from the road authority, um, and if they have any occurrences. They have to, depending on the severity of those occurrences, they have to redo the, the um, physical assessment mm. of the crossing. Mm. So it is, it's, um, you know, operators do have to have all these safety management systems in place, otherwise the regulator can withdraw their permit. Um, but it's, it's for level crossings, it's really 90% of uh, deaths at level crossings are due to the, the inability or, uh, of people, um, of the road users, you know, um, not being spatially aware mm. of what's happening around them. Mm. Um, mm. So um, the only way to really address that is through, through publications, social media, um, websites and things like that. And that is what today um, operators around the world are or trying to do to just bring awareness of the dangers and to be careful when crossing railway lines. Don't stop on the tracks. Stop and move. Accelerate. Don't hesitate mm. um, once you see that it is clear.
Of course, one of the things that people also sometimes try and do, Richard, is uh, to determine for themselves whether uh, a particular railway is still active and therefore uh, whether or not to um, to just drive past the railway crossing. Is it is it easy to tell that that kind of thing, even if the infrastructure looks quite old? Yeah, it is a problem. Um, you know, security at nighttime or even the daytime people I mean they didn't today they didn't even wind their windows down. They didn't want us we were handing out pamphlets and sanitizers and lollipops and the people just drove straight through. Um so uh, you know the society we in it is a is a problem. Um security People vandalizing the crossing, stealing mm. the signage. Mm. Um, but it, you know, um, society and the tra- train drivers and that, they, it's their duty to report if um, level crossings are not properly signposted um, or if there's damage. Traffic, when they got flashlights, it's another problem. Um, you know, the, the cabling gets stolen. And then the flashlights are fail-safe devices. They will continue to flash. People get accustomed to them, and then they say, well, these flashlights are always faulty. So they just drop. They ignore them. Mm. So, um, you know, it's up to the operators. Technicians that have to repair them are usually quite far away. They've got to be called out um, to fix them. So for me personally, the best safety measure is a stop sign where people need to stop and look and mm. then go. Mm. Mm. But, Do, um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of uh, railway lines um, are not being used at the moment and then um, people tend to just ignore them. Do do we have a sense of where we are in terms of the numbers of accidents of this nature that actually take take place at, at our country's uh, level crossings? Well, in the railway safety report 2019-2020, there were 264 people that died and 206 were, were injured uh, from being hit by trains mm-hmm. that's around the country. So that's a lot of people, a lot of impact on people's lives. Um, you know, if, if somebody, you miss somebody from your family for the rest of your life and um, that's in the human uh, department. But... But also operators, you know, you can have um, court cases going on for three years that you have to deal with to try and sort out who was responsible. Mm. Um, and so there's a lot of disruption. Operators don't want to cause harm to anybody. So um, it's a really disruptive to, mm. to what they're doing. So, um, you know, it's in everybody's interest um, to the, the Minister of Transport actually made a statement the other day that he says that we need a social compact with all stakeholders um, to heed the clarion call and for people to pull their weight behind ensuring that our railways are safe, secure and on time. So, um, and it's really everybody's interest. We need everybody on board with this. We need to work together as a team, South Africa, to rebuild our country and to move on and make it safe. Mm. Richard, um, one of, one yeah. of the big things is unemployment, you know, so which, which you get a lot of theft. Um, 
So unemployment is, is the number one priority nowadays to try and reduce that and take people out of poverty. One of the things that uh, I wanted to to end off with you is uh, around the extent to which the you know the illegal crossings of of, of level crossings actually contributes to uh, accidents, train accidents. Do, do we know um, what those figures look like? Um, I no, I'm sorry, I don't know the national mm. statistics, <laughs> but um, just some things that operators can do to um, to try and reduce the number of level crossings. Um, you know, they need to develop relationships with the, the local authorities and encourage joint road rail inspections um, so that the signage and the, the visibility of the crossing for road users and the train driver is not, you know, you get a lot of vegetation sometimes and it uh, impedes the the warning of uh, people that a train's coming. Um, the, the regulator, um, you know, also has the standard which limits the number of re- level crossings we have in the country. Mm. We try and not make too many close to each other. So, um, you know, people have to obey that standard. You have to do risk assessments and every five years. Um, you know, um, you can report to the Railway Safety Regulator Call Center, which is a 24-hour number, um, uh, things that are wrong with uh, with our railways. Their number is 080-044-4888. Or you can write an email to the help desk. Um, it is at helpdesk at rsr.org.za. All right. Richard, let me thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Uh, Richard Buxy is the Systems Configuration Manager at Traction and speaking to us about International Level Crossing Awareness Day. Just looking at uh, some of the messages you're sending in. Donald in Rustenburg. Uh, good morning, Kathy. Many people died uh, on, rail- on railway cr- on railway level crossings, sorry, especially motorists because they undermine trains. They think they can drive faster than trains. I remember the Grunstadt disaster where several trains collided. Uh, So that's just a message there from from, uh, Donald. And you're right, Donald, that's exactly what Richard was saying is that a motorist underestimate how long it'll take a train to get to them. And unfortunately, people lose their lives. People die very tragically in those accidents.